I'm here on the ground with my nose in it since the whole thing began. I've nurtured every sensation man has been inspired to have. I cared about what he wanted and I never judged him. Why? Because I never rejected him. In spite of all his imperfections, I'm a fan of man! Maybe that's just you, Kevin, because I, I heard him perfect. Okay. Well, maybe it is just me. Yeah. I, I just want to because I'm having trouble with Morel, but I hear Kevin perfect. So it's kind of like a little triangle. Okay. Did you say did he just say Morel? Morel. <laughs> that's not my no, name. I didn't catch your name, man. Mari. 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 Yeah. Yeah, my cousin, my cousin can't say it neither, so it's okay. Welcome to Big Fan Podcast. If we'll meet it for the first time, my name is Kevin. And uh, today we have a special guest, Mariel. And I'd like to introduce my two co-hosts, John and uh, Daniel. Dan the man, cancel culture. So Dave Chappelle, I'm not sure if you guys, I hope everybody's seen his uh, stand-up he just released. But uh he got in some pretty deep waters and uh, basically they're trying to ban him because they're saying that he uh, he was uh, spreading hate on the transgender, you know, gay, lesbian community, and they're uh, trying to ban him. And uh, if you've watched his uh, stand up, he kind of was trying to say like he, he blunt out said that uh, like as a black man, he's jealous of the gay lesbian transgender movement because they're moving more faster more successful successfully and uh yeah so now they're trying to uh cancel him <laughs> what do you guys think on this i mean cancel culture i mean you know that's a hard one to call sometimes i hear it now i understand it but I don't know. Ultimately, it's it's all it's it's designed to try to make a kinder, gentler society. But I do believe that they're kind of out of control. Some things are just you know they're really pushing it. You know, um, what you just said, I didn't hear nothing wrong with it. What do you guys think? Well, I think that you uh, being too nice to him, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I I believe it's straight bullshit. That's what I believe. Okay. Council uh, culture, you know. This country, um, you know, we got we got the freedom of speech. So sure. if you can't if you can't speak your mind on certain things, you know, then hey, and that, and that man's a committee, you know, he coming up there to make make you laugh. You know, we we can make a joke about killing a baby and everybody will bust up laughing, but we right. say something about somebody's sexuality. We used to be able to say it, and, they, and it was funny. Now, sure. why is not funny no more? Because these people secretly trying to take over the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dan, what's your take on it? Oh, well, I think, you know, cancel culture has been around, I think, a lot longer than I think people realize. I think it probably has been around for maybe five, six years. I think it's only been kind of been talked about recently because it started targeting more moderate, more left-wing left -wing people. But it's it's definitely a problem in I you know I watched the Chappelle I watched uh, Chappelle did yesterday and you know I 
I thought it was amazing. He, um, I think he spoke a lot of truth to what's been going on. And uh, he's, you know, people with platforms are really the only people that can fight against it because regular, regular people don't really stand a chance, which is, you know, why, you know, I get reluctant to talk about certain things certain times because, you know, there's no coming back from it, you know, Mm -hmm. in in certain people's cases. And, you know, I'd rather just not deal with it in, in a lot of aspects. Yeah, so did you guys think it was funny, though, his stand-up, or did you think it was serious? I'm not going to lie. I didn't get a chance to see it. I've just been listening to bits and pieces. You just gave me another piece. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. I thought it was hilarious, but it did for, like, maybe, like, a 10-minute period there, somewhere, like, maybe, like, 60% in. It did get really serious for a good while, and it was like, am I at a comedy show still? You know, it, it got for, for a little while there, but... I think the point he made it was, it was amazing when you when you talked about the story about the uh, his uh, transgender friend. Well, I think that he he passed that uh, point of where he has to make people laugh. Now his uh, character and uh, his ability to be a genius is something that people like myself pay to see. Like if he didn't make one joke and stuff, I would still listen to him. I listen to his podcast and stuff too, and. You know, it's not all funny all the time, but it's uh well placed, well planned stories. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, he's got some pretty uh direct social commentaries that just make you think. I mean, he says the obvious, but he puts it in such a way. You know, I, I appreciate his comments, his commentary. Yeah, I love this show. <laughs> the day special was the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It feels like there's only a couple people left, though, like kind of, and it's like comedians mostly kind of holding the line on this stuff. Yeah. I mean, talk about like Joe Rogan, talk about, you know, Dave Chappelle, kind of, they're the people now that are speaking and making real impacts, uh, you know, against the narrative. Yeah. And it's it's a little scary in a way is that it's kind of down to a couple comedians that doesn't seem like that many people have an impact anymore. Okay. Let me just ask. All right. responsibility within a civilization, right? We're all supposed to take care of each other, physically, mentally, spirit, spiritually. We all have a responsibility. I'm just, I'm just posing this. What's wrong with watching what we say and how we say it about other people? If it offends them, if it hurts them, or if it puts them in a light because we don't walk in their particular shoes. Like when um, someone black says to someone white, you're not walking in my shoes. Well, you can switch that to anybody's shoes, you know? Someone that's a tranny. Uh, I'm not for them. I'm not against them. But I'm just saying, you know, for the for the sake of the argument, you know, why must we do something that they don't like? Say something that they don't like. I mean, if they don't like it, so what? We can move on to something else. Just just ask. It. Well, like in Canada, uh, they were trying to make a law where uh, if you basically don't call them by their pronoun then that could be considered like a hate crime and stuff. And that's where uh, Jordan Peterson uh, caught a bunch of heat. I'm not sure right. if you guys are familiar with him, but uh, that's what kind of made him famous because uh, he had that like uh, freedom of speech. He's like, why should I have to, you know, say what you, you know, if you feel like you're this or that, you know, why should I have to, by law, agree with whatever you're feeling, you know? And by well, what by- I- I mean, that's what I mean. You know, social responsibility. I mean, of course, you can say what you want to say, but all words have strength and power. They have meaning, you know, 
just because you might get off on the word or it might have a meaning to you, the responsibility within a society. I mean, if I, in my opinion, we're supposed to try to take care of each other as much as possible. You know, I have no problem stopping, uh, not using a derogatory term to describe somebody. I used to use a lot of derogatory terms to describe a lot of people, you know, but over time I've learned that it's, you know, sometimes it's just not necessary. You know, what they do, you do you, you know, I don't have to say that, you know, I, for me personally, I used to think I used to say, it cause it just made me feel better. It's guarding yourself against, you know, I understand it. You know, you don't want to go around saying hurtful things to people, obviously. But, you know, I feel like a lot of the people's problem with it is where do you draw the line? What is, right. you know, what is maybe toughen up a little bit or something insignificant? Or we talk about comedy. It's comedy should be, you sure. know, everybody should be able to be made fun of. And I right. think that was the point he was trying to make in his in his uh, stand up was that you know nobody should be off limits everybody should be able to if we're if we're all equal we should all be able to laugh at each other in a way right and yeah because you can make fun of somebody in a wheelchair (laughs) you know right i guess you could if it's funny you know well yeah i mean i some of them i think would appreciate it you know put me in the jokes i mean i'm normal too i laugh you know include me Well, I would say, um, like, for coming from the uh, the more center-right perspective, it seems like the only people nowadays that can really only be made fun of is white males. Like, if you look in culture, right. it kind of seems like that's where it's kind of been heading. Whereas, you know, speaking as the one white guy on the panel. Right. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. Because he said something that, you know what I'm saying? He said something right that way when he just said that. Now you right. can make fun. You can make fun of somebody. There's, there's somebody out there that that might, you know, feelings might be hurt about that. You know what I'm saying? And they white. Right. Do they got a, do, do they got a voice? You know what I mean? Right. So I think that the other people need to stop being so sensitive because a decade ago that same person was laughing at that same joke. It ain't a matter of you know what I'm saying. Somebody feelings being hurt. I don't think they feelings is hurt. I think they got another agenda that they trying to, you know, put across and they just using that mm. to, to to make, you know, they stuff stick because they what ask for stuff. The, what's the agenda? I mean, I, I'm not one of them. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but <laughs> it just seemed, but you can tell like there's there's something else going on. You know what I mean? Because these people, they ask everything that they asked for i believe that they got you know what i mean they asked to to be married they asked to be able to go go to a workplace and and not be discriminated on i see just like dave Chappelle was saying like they stuff is moving along fine so you get everything you want and it's like every time they whenever you give them they want something else they want more and you know what i'm saying these these people are going into uh uh schools you know targeting our kids to make them feel like they should even have a, a pick in it. And, you know, and it's like, you need to stop. You need to bag on up. You know, you, that's the sexuality. You know what I mean? I don't think it should be no underlying thing. Like they making it like what, cause that's, that, that's private anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? What you like to do, who you like to have sex with. That's a, that's a private thing. You don't have nobody straight out here having no issues about nothing like that because that's private. 
Right. You know what I mean? No, I, 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 I absolutely see where you come from. I mean, you know, ultimately, it's a hard thing to say. You know, no, none of us can predict the future and ultimately how this is going to go down. And it's going to go down a particular way. With us kicking and screaming and them telling, narrating their own story. It's up to us if we want to listen to it. I mean, you know, they're here. You know, that's because all too. Who are, who are, like, I don't hear nobody complaining mm-hmm. about somebody calling them, you know, out of their name no more. I don't I don't hear them complaining about that. Only thing I hear them complaining about is, you know, they want you they want you to support them. You know, you gotta be behind them. Yeah. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't need to do that if I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to agree with your lifestyle. You know, you asking for respect, I'm giving you respect. I see plenty of gay people passing me in the world and I don't call them out their name. I don't go bother them or none of that. You know what I mean? And if I choose to stay away from your group, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't hang in your circle. That's that's my pick. That's my choice to make. So They're trying to take my choice away. So, Mario, how do you feel about uh, them teaching uh, <laughs> gay, lesbian, transgender materials into... Uh, the schools <laughs> I, I think it's pedophilia I think mm. it's evil mm. uh, I think it's devilish I, you know I really despise it I don't like mm. that mm. I think you should leave the kids alone I mean you're talking to a four-year-old asking them something that he don't even understand yet you know what I mean well why do you think that they would want to teach people uh, at a young age, this type of information. Uh, I think they want to turn them gay. <laughs> <laughs> turn them gay. Not let them grow up and decide, hey, yeah, maybe I'm gay. They want to force them to be gay. That's what I feel. They want the world to be gay. If your kids turn gay because they indoctrinated them with their gayness, then they can come home and try to get you aboard. And then the world will just be gay. So you have more. They do have some pretty bizarre books out there. I know that they uh, for kids to read at a young age, and I'd like to show you guys one of them. Please do. It's called uh, "The Gay ABCs." <laughs> wow. Hmm. 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 The gay ABCs. Trying to add new elements to a big fan podcast. E is for equality. F is for family. Uh oh, we missed the page. G is for gay. H is for hope. I is for intersex. J is for joy. K is for cookie. L is for lesbian. <laughs> M is for Latin. N is for non-binary. O is for orientation. P is for friends. What did you guys think of the, about that book? A bit much. 
<laughs> it's a bit much. And see, they have dozens of stuff. Like, this is not even that bad of one and stuff. Like, uh, they have one, I mean, that's just talking explicit about, like, private parts and things of that sort. And it's bizarre. It's like, I don't want my kids learning about that. Teach them about, like, you know, something else. Kevin, I mean, I'm going to call it what it is. It's, that's pedophilia. That's, that's pedophile shit. That's what that is. You got small kids? I got a a nine-year-old nine months my bad nine months <laughs> um i mean is it something that they teaching in the schools i mean i'm unaware of this i got two sixth graders and i would hope they would come home and tell me that that's what they're learning <laughs> <laughs> how long have they been learning this <laughs> i mean this, i mean that's you know it's not a a good way use of their time obviously social engineering children without the parents' consent. They teaching that type of stuff to like kindergartners, you know what I'm saying? Stuff and like real little kids. You saw the kid that was reading the book. He he's little. He like kindergarten, you know? Mm. And and I think, you know, of course they teaching it to the bigger kids, I think too. Right. Um I don't know, I don't know, I don't know all the places where it's at, but they supposed to be trying to they trying to get it nationwide, you know what I mean? But it's crazy. I know New York. I think New York is teaching it to the kindergartners. So, mm. you know, and they did this without the, the, like a lot of, you know, it was like half of the, the community, the alphabet community uh, parents and, the, and then the regular parents didn't want it. And they was like, you know, and I think that if you got a dividing thing with the parents, then you just should leave that up to the parents to do that. Like if you're if you're gay. You can purchase those books and you can teach your kid whatever you want to teach your kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think that if you're straight, then you, you know, leave it up to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? To talk to their kids about this. And some people just don't want their kids learning about, you know, lesbian or like binary, <laughs> you know, let's we'll learn about binary code and shit. And you're about to fucking become an IT fucking genius. You know, it's like, when you mention sex, you know, boy or girl is, you know, try to keep it like the most basic and stuff with like a three-year-old or a four-year-old, you know, and it's up to the parent. I don't think you got to teach a person that anyway. I don't think that should be taught. Like, if, because if you're gay, right, let's say, like they say, you're born gay. I don't believe that myself. But if a person is born gay, then you don't need to teach them that, right? They're going to. They're gonna grow up and they're gonna be gay. Only thing you need to do is support them, I guess, if that's what you if you want to do that. You know what I mean? Well, I but, think it's to be teaching the people who are not gay, you know, how to deal with what, it, how to recognize you it. You don't need to teach nobody that's not gay that that what they need to know that for. Mm. What do I need to know? What do I need to be taught about that? Everybody know right from wrong. I know not to say nothing to you that will be offensive to you, whether I walk in your shoes or not. I don't have to be gay to know, to learn how to use manners. Now, you should teach your kid manners. That's it. You don't have to teach your kid, like, this is a lesbian. They, they don't need to know that. They, they got time to grow up and learn that. Right. I, know what a, I know what a lesbian is. Nobody taught me that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I would say, too. It, it seems really soon for all of this, like, in general. I wouldn't even, even if it was talking about a heterosexual couple, couple, it's how, what ages are we talking about? And when is this, you know, 
when should we broach these subjects responsibly? And it just seems like it's too early, let alone the uh, the topic matter. Maybe that's what I'm saying. You don't need you don't need to teach. Look, you don't. Before this agenda came about, kids was perfectly fine. You didn't have to go to a kid and teach them. Hey, you know, you like girls, uh, you like boys. You don't, you don't have to talk to them like that. Let a kid be a kid. When that kid grows up, we got something that's called nature. What you going to do when you're a teenager? You're going to fall asleep and have a wet dream. Right. <laughs> you're going to dream about what you want to do. Right. You don't, I ain't have to teach my son to go play with yourself at the bathroom. That's something that the man going to do when he gets, when, when, when he had that wet dream. I guess. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like, this is too much. Like, you don't have to teach a straight kid how to be straight. So you don't have to teach a gay kid how to be gay. You know, if he's gay, then shit, he should just, it should come natural to him. You know what I mean? Well, leave, I the bet- damn, leave the kids alone. <laughs> I mean, we'll work on it. I mean, you know, to shut, to shut down the discussion, I think, is is doing a disservice. I mean, maybe they're pushing too much, but they are pushing in the right direction. Something has to be said about it because I think what they're concerned about is how quickly they can be pushed back into the closet. You know, as soon as the argument, as soon as the discussion takes off of what their what their plight is, people go go back to their old ways. I think that's what they're worried about. But they, yeah, but why you, but why would you teach it to a baby though? A baby no, don't I know mean, nothing about none of that. No, I, I agree. Just like Dan was saying. I mean, certain subjects have to be age appropriate. You know what I'm saying? We don't push a heterosexual lifestyle on kids. It is what it is. Of course, they're inundated with a whole lot of messages about heterosexuality, you know, but a lot of it's pretty mild. And to be honest, it's how it is, you know, but pushing a specific sexual topic on a child. Yeah, that's a bit much, you know, like you said, let them learn as they observe the world and then they'll have questions of their own. And then, then that means they're probably ready, but to share it with them when they're not asking questions is a bit much. That's what I'm saying. They ain't asking you nothing about none of that. Only, only thing a kid wants from you is love. They ain't asking you about, about those, not, nothing like that. And, you right. know, anybody with a, that's, that's normal with a, with a brain, you know what I'm saying? Can understand that that is wrong. And me personally, I feel like it's just evil. So that's what, what I feel. What grade do you think it is appropriate for your kids? I, 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 I don't. I don't think. Like I said, I don't think you need to teach nobody nothing. Now, if, if your if your what kid, about it, what about in high school? If, if in high school, I don't have to teach nobody nothing. If you come to me and say, "Dad, I think I'm gay," then we'll have that talk. Until then, we don't need to have no talk. Or I what just about, find out through the grapevine that you feel that that you gay then i have a talk with you what about in college do you believe they should have classes in college man look you grown in college you grown i do believe they should have classes in college and stuff the history of you know i don't you know whatever the history is and shit i think look i think that if we keep on you know what I'm saying? Treating society, like we get a little sensitive in society, and and, and we gonna have big grown babies but, around here. That's what we about to have, big grown I think we're babies. <laughs> you know, we need to go make some bottles for peoples and burp peoples. That's what we need gonna have to do because people getting too childish and too like you. You supposed to be growing up. You know, everybody crying and sensitive. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just. 
this is what they want. It's like you want the whole world to be gay, you know. I, I understand the intent they're trying to do, and I understand you know what they're trying to change. But for I think just for me, I think uh, it's just too much too soon. And um, I think if it was just a little later on, I don't think there would be as much controversy. But when we're talking about kids, I just feel like it's maybe it's too you know you gotta let them be kids and let them figure out the world for themselves a little bit and. We don't need to be trying to, in, you know, doing all that that early. That that intent, that amount of intensity. Like we shouldn't be showing them like rated R movies when they're like four years old or so. You know, for the same reason. Right. It's just like right. it's too much too soon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Unless they're scary movies, then yeah. <laughs> I try to remind my kids. I try to remind my rated R movie. Yeah, I try to remind my kids that there are psychopaths out there, you know. <laughs> Somebody will do this shit. Yeah, <laughs> don't think they won't. What were you saying, Dan? I was gonna say I was just randomly like, you guys remember your first rated R movie when you guys were kids? Man, you know, um I remember my dad took me to see the penitentiary. Okay, that might be a little bit before you guys' time. The penitentiary was starring Isaac Kennedy, I think. And um, Isaac Kennedy was this one brother. He had this like uh, brown, you know, lightly brown Afro, little mustache, and had he looked like he reminds you of Sugar Ray Leonard. He was a, a, a television movie character of Sugar Ray Leonard. He kind of patterned himself out of it. After I think I think I saw that movie. Right. Long story <laughs> short, he went to jail. Right. And when he went to jail, I guess it was rated R. My dad took us to see it because he reminded him of Sugar Ray. And he was like, oh, man, I like this guy. I like him because he, he looked like a boxer. Because in the movie, he was a boxer. Long story short, there's a scene where they mix the women's prison and the men's prison together. And some dude breaks into the ventilation system, drops into the women's bathroom. And there's a woman in there, you know, using the restroom. And they started getting it on. You know, he pulls up her, her dress and, you know, he... he doing things with it and my dad and us were just sitting there we just a bunch of little kids he didn't say a word. and then when we walked out he heard it was rated R. he's like oh i know <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> I, I must have been maybe eight years old i'm thinking yeah mm. i'm surprised they let i'm surprised they let you in the movie <laughs> man they, well, they, they, you they, an adult yeah you with an adult oh okay yeah well they left it up to parenting. They're like, well, that's your kid. Do what you want with them. <laughs> you know. Did you guys hear about that uh, one's transgen tran one transgender male or <laughs> one transgender person who uh, you ain't saying it right <laughs> <laughs> went into the female washroom and uh, raped a 14-year-old teenager and sodomized her and uh, was arrested for it. But like that's really? the yeah, this just is recently, and that's like one of the fears that like straight people have. <laughs> you know, it's like you're gonna fucking rape my wife or some shit while she's using the washroom and shit. And it's basically a male in that washroom, you know. And if they're, you know, somebody could basically be crazy and dress up as a girl and knowing what they're about to do, which he did. And sure. Well, I think the crazy story, like uh, to add some a little bit more context, was. Um... Yeah, that incident happened. And then I think the school board later denied it. 
that that there was no such thing took place and then that 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 uh ended that alleged perpetrator you know whoever it was ended up going to another school and doing exactly the same thing to uh, a, a different student and i think that's where <clears throat> the outrage got to uh another level and this is recently too and see that that individual probably wasn't even a real gay person or a transgender that no. person that person just dressed up in some clothes and went in there and did that because they know that the transgender people can go in those bathrooms. So they impersonated per- that that person because you're not you can't walk up to them and lift their skirt up and be like, hey, you're not you're not transgender. You know what I mean? So right. you can't you can't do that. So any man that you know you get a rapist that get in his head, oh, this is a good idea. I can just put the dress on and go in there and rape a girl, you know, a woman or whatever. And so that that that's the problem. That's why. You know, if you still, you know, I don't know. Because I, I get it that they don't want to be raped neither. You know, right. so mm-hmm. it's one of the things that will, and, and then if we do that, then that's, then they're going to call that segregation. If we say, well, let's get them a, a, a transgendered uh, bathroom, you know, right. and se- separate those too. Like if you're a transgendered, uh, let's say you're a woman that want to be a man, you get your own bathroom. And if you're a, uh, man want to be a woman. I'll get y'all on bathroom. You know, if you do, do you that, they they say we hate no no. Do you think that could be an, a good idea having a transgender uh, school and like lesbian and gay school, like a huge one where like if you are like that, you could go there and be around your peers. You know, That's like the X Men. It's it's segregation if you're making them. Kind of, you know, but if like you're doing it and this is like this is a place where you can go, you know, I'm pretty sure it'd be positive. I mean, if they wanted to do, I mean, they they got a club, you know, they got a gay club, so maybe gay bar or gay everything, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty much they do got that. That's that's another gift for them, you know. But I think, that, I, think that. I think a big concern. I mean, it's not, like I'd be fine with that, like if that's what was wanted, but. There's also concerns about, you know, are we going to change, you know, you talk about enacting, you know, government policy, and that's, that's universal across the board. So if we're talking about third bathrooms, we're talking about third bathrooms for every school, every business, every, you know, everything in the nation. Well, actually four, actually four bathrooms, because mm. you, you got to separate the, 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 the different genders of the transgenders, too. <laughs> Or the opposite is just go to one, like just to go to one universal bathroom. I guess that would be. Right, have a transgendered man in there with a transgendered woman. That mm. ain't gonna work. That's not gonna work. Mm. Mm. That's what I'm saying. You have to you have to make two additional yeah. bathrooms. You know what I mean? Well, I mean that probably won't happen. I mean, um, oh no, I'm, that ain't gonna happen. They want to be in that shit. And then would a straight man be able to use that washroom? Mm. Can I just use your no, washer? No, I, I don't know. They want you to do that. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. <laughs> it's you know, you're gonna put it in that hole. I guess that's what it's for. <laughs> I mean, you know, that. What if I tell you that there were more than just you know two genders? I mean, what what if uh, what if you learned we did more research and found out that our genders are kind of more fluid than we think, meaning that you know. Uh, you had you alluded to um, homosexuality being a choice, 
And uh, what if it wasn't? I mean, there's a lot, lots of studies that say that um, a lot of animals are gay. They do gay things. There's certain, I understand sheep, a flock of sheep, year after year when uh, females go into heat, there's certain males that absolutely will not do anything with them, but they mount each other and they stay with their partners until they die, you know? Uh, examples of dolphins being gay, penguins being gay. Throughout the animal kingdom, homosexuality is a certain thing. So for the sake of the argument, what if it can be proven to you that homosexuality is actually a natural part of what we are as a species? Not every one of us are designed to breed and should breed, but everybody needs to be loved, right? And maybe that's just how they express their love. And that's just a percentage. Maybe it's just a natural way to control numbers. 10% of sheep are gay. And that kind of equals out to the number of, of people in this country that are gay, 10% or 10% of the population in general. Maybe it's a normal thing because you know you're not gay. I know I'm not gay. I couldn't accidentally trip, fall, and then find myself in a gay position because I'm not gay. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, it just doesn't work for me, you know? So I'm comfortable with my sexuality. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I won't falter, but I, I suspect people that go overboard, eh, you know, maybe we well, need to discuss your can sexuality. I, can, and can I ask you a question, John? Yeah, please. Do, do you believe uh, in, in the Bible? I am not a religious man in the least. I'm sorry. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> this one. <laughs> That won't help you, what I'm about to say. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, but I'm open to biblical interpretations. I try to understand what they may mean literally, you know, and how it pertains to the conversation. So you could try so, it. Yeah, yeah, Mario, let's hear what you were going to say, because uh, it, might, <laughs> it might pertain anyways, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, if somebody who have, somebody might listen out there and uh, it might help them, but no, uh, the, the Bible said that it's, it's an unnatural thing. You know what I mean? So in Romans 1, I think uh, 27 or 26, it's, uh, it starts talking about uh, that's an unnatural thing. So um, it said, because it speaks about um, the man, the woman leaving the woman, uh, natural way of having sex. And start burning the lust for another woman. Then to say that about the man as well. So that's an unnatural. Uh, uh, that's an unnatural way for us to to feel for you know like we're not supposed to have feelings for another man. It's unnatural, but you know some people is is unnatural. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> that's just what that is. And you know, and I ain't saying that we should hate those people and outcast those people. Those people are is just what it is you know what i mean animals do unnatural things it's unnatural for a male dog to want to do that to a dog but you know don't those animals you know so i don't know but that's just what it is like we do a lot of we do we do a lot of things that we ain't supposed to do like uh a pedophile may feel like he's he was born and he has those natural he might say that's natural to have those feelings for uh, a little kid you know what i mean Mm -hmm. But just because something, that's because you feel something in, in, in you and you say you love. Because I was actually looking at, uh, on Facebook today and I seen uh, that uh, um, a 50-year-old guy had married uh, a, 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 a girl that he helped raise, kind of like what Willie Adam did. Mm. You know, and so we'll say that's wrong. A lot of people will, will want to kill 
um, the, the man because he raised the kid and then he married the, the person when they got to a, a, a age, you know what I mean? So everything, a lot of stuff that we do is not right, even though we may feel that it feels right to us. Like the Bible said that there's a way that feels right to a man, but it leads to death. So we can't just do everything that we say we feel because that, that that's not a cop out to go do it, you know, because some people like killing, you know, Jeffrey Donner, when he ate, ate those peoples, it was delicious to him. It was food to him. It was natural to him, but that wasn't natural to do. Hmm. I mean, I, I feel you. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm not a religious person, you know, my, my mom is, most of my family is, I'm not, you know, um, I don't know. I, I guess opinions are opinions and facts are facts. I can't say factually that, you know, that they're right, but I can say factually that it, it, it's not, um, I don't think it's abnormal. I, I think it's, it's law of averages. I think it's, 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 it's nature's way of birth control. Not all of us are supposed to have kids. I really do think that because a lot of us who do have kids do a piss poor job to begin with. So I think the honor of having a family and raising productive people are for the few. And like I said, on your way out, I mean, you know, you love who you love. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I can't remember the last time somebody rang my doorbell in the middle of my dinner and it was two gay men having sex on my porch. You know, <laughs> I've never been offended by homosexuality before, to be honest. Sometimes I'm uncomfortable with it. I am. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm uncomfortable with it. But that's because, you know, I, I'm I'm very heterosexual. So when I see it, I'm not comfortable with it. But I don't have to do it. You know, I don't have to wake up next to, you know, the same gender in my bed. That's not That's not my issue. Um, you know, any man that can fall in love with another man, I mean, it must be real because they're going up against a lot of odds. You know, I, I think people have always beaten them up and beaten them down for doing what they do, but yet they still persist. I think it's something to say. But going back to the fluidity of, of, of genders, you know, uh, I mean, uh, you've heard of hermaphrodites, right? Hermaphrodites? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people are more the two genders, you know. I think there's yeah. some more categories. There are more categories. So, as as the years go by, there's gonna be new people asking for their, you know, for their um, their day in the sun. You know, uh, we deal with the trans. I mean, we had to deal with the gay community to some extent. Now we deal with the trans community. There's gonna be more. You know, I think ultimately the story of what we're writing, uh, how we're gonna exist in the future, it's written being written right now. The rules are being challenged because the rules don't work for everybody, and they never have. You know, so right now, compared to any other time in history, right now is the time to to bring up your beef, because if you don't, you'll be put back in the closet. So I think we got to hear them. We got to listen. We have to consider the same way as a black man. You know, they never considered us. You know, I know to make the comparisons, people say, well, it's not the same. You know, um, gay people and black people, it's not the same thing. Mm, yes and no. I mean, as a black person, we kind of know what it feels like to be singled out and to be focused on for your attributes, you know? Um, I, I think we'll figure it out, man. I think we'll figure it out. I just don't think we know how to handle it. You know? I don't think they being singled out no more, though. That's my thing. I, I, I think that they was, right. you know, um, and I and I get it, you know? So I don't, I don't want the gay community to feel like, 
or he's been unsensitive to us. Like, no, you know, I get it. I don't want nobody to be hurt, right. you know, especially for you, you know, loving another person, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a, a man or a girl, you know what I'm saying? I don't, you don't need to be beat up for it, you know, or anything like that. Because you're not, you know, you're not doing nothing to nobody. You know, you're just following what you want to do sexually. And that's that's a private thing and I and to each his own, you know. But you know, they got what they wanted, I feel. You know, you know what I'm saying? You people giving them a lot of stuff, you know. I go to everywhere I go, I I see this stuff, you know. The gay flag is in most of the windows, and when you go to a restaurant or any store and stuff like that, like they they doing their thing, you know. Right. And, and and I feel like they just they I feel like they asking for too much now, you know, like you want to you want to talk to the kids. You want to, you know, like what you need to to mess with other people, kids with this issue. But that ain't for everybody. That's for you. You want to be like that. You being like that. You want to get married. Yeah. When I when I was going to get married to my wife, who is a woman, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> um, most of the people down there was gay that's getting married. I didn't bother them. I ain't mess with them at all. I even cheered them on. Hey, y'all getting married. You know what I mean? And so what more do you want? You know, like I was watching uh, a TV show. It was like a reality show. Genuine was on there. And the gay person was on there. They, the topic was talking. They was talking. And, you know, and that's what I'm saying. They want too much. Like you wanted Genuine to be your friend. He's being your friend. He's having a conversation with you, sitting down on the couch with you. Y'all sitting up under a cover together, which I wouldn't have been doing with you. But he's hugging you. He's doing all this stuff to you. Then this person tried to stick their tongue down his throat and kiss him. You know, now what What more do you want? Like, if, if I'm saying, look, I'm, if I'm agreeing as a, a heterosexual man to be a gay person's friend, a gay man friend, or a transsexual friend, what you need to kiss me by? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so now that's why I say I think they're trying to make everybody gay because what you need to be kissing on me for if we friends? If maybe, I go get a, if I go get a he, female friend, I can't just be kissing on her. Maybe he wanted genuine to come out right there. <laughs> oh, genuine told the man he's not gay. So he if was he's under a you, blanket with him, though. Yeah, because <laughs> I think genuine was trying to make a statement, like you know what? Because they was on TV and he was like, "I'm your friend," and and the person probably, I think the the gay person, the one wanted to sit under the cover with him, but right. they suggested that. So he's trying to be, you know, he probably was uncomfortable, but he's. I, I see. I saw that he was trying to make them feel good and make them feel comfortable and accepted. Like I'm accepting you. You know what I'm saying? Like genuine jumped up when that person tried to kiss him. Like he, he, he cut that right there, you know? And, and so the, they, the person got all mad and stuff and, and, and made a fuss about it. And I was like, now see you wrong because right there, what you just did is considered rape and sexual harassment, trying to, trying to force your, yourself on that man like that. And that man telling you he, he ain't, he don't feel like that. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I mean, those are those unusual encounters that happen between peoples. I mean, I'm not saying genuine is is a homosexual, but I can see maybe how his looks will, you know, attract a certain type of person, you know. But I I, I don't <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's like something that, you know, a few samples to determine the fate of an entire group of people. You know, that, that just happens. I mean, because ultimately they're people. 
You know what I'm saying? No matter what gender you choose, they're going to do the things that people do. You can have a man in a room with a woman and he's just one of them hyper sexualized dudes that just he's going to make a play for the woman. You know, transgender people shouldn't be wouldn't be that much different. I think a lot of them are going to show restraint more than anything. You know, but, I, but what you think? Well, what you think will happen to you if you tried to force yourself on a female? If you tried to kiss her and she and she already let you know that she don't right. she don't want that from you. What you think right. will happen to you? Well, I mean, you know, I'd like to think of myself as not capable of doing something like that, but I'm gonna try and put myself in that situation, you know. Um, well, I'm expected to react. I mean, I'm, I'm expected to put a knee into my groin. I no, expect- you're gonna go to jail. Oh, oh yeah, me personally. Oh yeah. And yeah, if, yeah. and if some and if some other guys sitting there, then you go get your ass whipped too. Right, right, right. Be that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen to a man if he do that to a woman. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. It's gonna be mm-hmm. called sexual harassment. Right, right. And right. so it it ain't it's the same thing for the for the transgender trying right. to force yourself on a man. Right. Because I'm gonna tell you what would happen if that had been me. First of all, we would have been sitting up on no cover. <laughs> First of all, right. but if you wouldn't were, be, wouldn't be no arm on me and none of that. But if you were under cover with him, as soon as soon as he would have tried to touch me in any freaky way or uh, try to pucker up, you would have got punched right in your damn lip, and you could have locked me up, called hate crime, whatever you want. It would have been a crime of me whipping your ass for you trying to put your lips on me when I told you I don't feel that for you. I don't don't do that to me. Well, but your but your energy, man. When you come into a room, man, your energy. Tells them that you're not on that. I wouldn't really worry about it. I mean, oh yes, yeah. yeah. so when my when I come in the room, my energy screams. Don't 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 do that. Right. Don't so do I, that one. I wouldn't think it would, but that's I the first sign of death. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Where our yeah. friend go, man? He he, he didn't. Did he go out for another smoke break this time too? Who? Oh, I thought you ran now. Oh, yeah. No, no, I was, I was, I've been here the whole time. No, I was about to. Uh... I'm like, come on now, we're not talking about the other. We're not talking yeah. about racism. No, we, we, gotta, we can talk about that too, man. It was, it was, it's, you gotta understand where I come from when it comes to some of these topics. But uh, what I was gonna, um, what I was gonna say was, uh, <laughs> I, I, I understand. You know, um, when it comes to religion and homosexuality, I understand. You know, it's something that's debated about. You know, in in the religious community, my my family, my this personal experience, my family left a more liberal church group to go to a more conservative group when I was a kid because of reasons as like um, woman priests and uh, homosexuality. So it's something that, and ultimately one of the big reasons why I actually left the church. So um, mm-hmm. later on in life, when I was older, but what I was also going to say was. And I feel like you, you talked about it, like you kind of mentioned it, Marielle, and it's something coming from, uh, like I said, I, I guess I, I represent more of the center right, you know, fact is sometimes it seems to me like there's like this sort of, it's like a contest and between, you know, who can be the, you know, I don't know, victimization or, you know, what, what stuff we need. And it's just like, well, the gay community is getting more than our community. So it's not, and just, and I understand, and, you know, it's coming from. That's not know. how. That's not that's Dave Chappelle. That's how he coming from. It. I'm not. I'm not saying they get more than yeah. I knew. What I'm saying is, I, I I think they asking for too much. Period. Whether I was getting anything or, or not, you're asking 
for too much. You're going in places where you don't need to go to, you know what I'm saying? Like you're touching on stuff that you don't need to touch on. Like, you know, people accept that you already. So that's not, clearly that's not enough. Clearly that's not what you wanted from the beginning. I'm telling you, they ain't going to stop until you have a purse and some heels on. <laughs> we'll be okay. Some so, some of our people already walking them skirts. Ain't that right, Puff Daddy? <laughs> huh? Is that uh, Jaden Smith, right? Uh, yeah, Jaden. Yeah, some you know what I'm saying. And this is this is why they're doing this stuff. They're doing that because society is making making you feel like, well, maybe why don't you? We all just be gang. It's raining, man. You know, <laughs> that's what this, that's what they are doing. See, I know what they're doing. That's why, you know, I say what I say. How I say it because you 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 know you're, you're trying to make everybody gay. You know, for the ones that wants to be gay, they they don't just want. You know, that's why every gay person you ever notice that all the gay people wants they want to be they don't want they don't want to go out and, and and go make a relationship with a another gay person and feel like they want to go turn somebody out i even heard some of them say i like turning a man out you ain't turned him out he been that way he was just in the closet you can't turn a man gay if he ain't gay right that's what i feel i mean it just won't work I mean, the equipment got first I mean, yeah. But for you to even want to do that, that show does that show the evilness about you that you got the mind and the heart to want to <laughs> try to turn somebody that way. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Why? Why can't you? You wanted somebody to accept you for who you are, but you don't want to let nobody be who they are. If a person say he's straight, let them be straight. What's yeah. wrong with him being straight? So Mario, you're from uh, Chicago, right? Yes, I am. Would you say that there's a very high violence spike lately i guess so i ain't been paying too much attention to that <laughs> but yeah you know people dying and stuff are you numb to that i mean it's happening you know well i understand that you have a plan of how to stop the violence in chicago yeah national guards have them come in. Tell, tell us your plan. National Guards come in and do what National Guards do. National Guard this shit. Set niggas down. But so, it seems like a, lot, a, a big push in, for the defund the police movement is going on. So that kind of seems like the opposite. You said defund the police? Yeah, I'm saying that that's a big movement going on right now. Well, I guess. Yeah, they trying to they trying to get that to happen. The police ain't doing a damn thing. That's why they can do more. They not they don't care. The fun the movement was a was a hashtag Twitter. No serious politician is remotely considering it. People may demand it, but there is there is not one single movement towards that. People just said maybe spending the money uh, more wisely instead of certain the police departments militarizing themselves with armored vehicles like the spoils of war instead of that how about mental health a lot of people that are in jail that don't belong in jail they have mental health but because there's just no money to fish them out they let them rot in prison you know and that's not helping anybody but defund the police that was never a real thing no politician no democrat since then has even uttered the words but 
on the right, they keep bringing it up as if though it's a discussion. It's not a discussion, not at all. I've never well, I heard think it. It got 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 uh, people stopped talking about it because it it started. People were trying to start it, and it immediately flopped. And people saw the rising crime, and people backed off of it really quickly. It wasn't politically popular as it once was, maybe last year. No, I mean that that was frustration. I, I don't I don't think anyone considered it. I mean, even myself, I, I'm all for streamlining and making the police better. You know, reducing police violence is a better uh, strategy for policing society. You know, keeping the people tense makes them makes it a dangerous place for them. I'm all for reforming it. I, defunding makes no sense. You might have to put more money into it to make it better. John, you know, why do you think why do you think the police shoot people? Honestly? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> and that, that that requires a different topic, man. I don't know if we can go into it. You know, Kevin, can we go into that? I'm, we can. We can. All right. Well, this, uh, Kevin should rename his show the, the No Holding Bars. So there's no holding <laughs> bars around here. Well, I mean, in my opinion, it comes from observation and taking bits and pieces of history, you know. I mean, in my opinion, John, I come on now, stop dancing around the question and tell it right. like it is, man. You know what you want to say. Look, I mean, the police were designed for us, for us black men. You know, that was the original mandate. They were slave catchers. And when slavery was over, they had nothing else to do. They said, want to do some police work. And while you're at it, solve some crimes. So uh, would the, you say the KKK traded in their hoods for badges? No, I'm not saying that they're organized like that. I think it's it's a it's a society's reaction to who we are as people. They're you know, killing like they organize like that. Pardon me. I said they're killing like they organize like that. No, no, you got different groups that have different agendas. You got groups that love us, groups that hate us, and groups that want to see us, you know, disappear. You know, and, and and at different times in history, they do different things. You know, and get different <laughs> results. Nobody can predict the future. They just do what they think is expedient and, and, and it makes sense for them right at that moment. But 30 years later, they, you know, the, the, the fruits of their labor have been bared to us and we realize the problems that they caused. What I'm saying about the police department, in my opinion, a lot of them are quick to shoot because that's what, that's what society wants. It's to put us in our place. It's to let us know how we rank in the scheme of things in this country. Um, I think they're quick to shoot because they're afraid of us. You know, uh, sometimes I see some of the videos, sometimes they're they're when, not, you say, when you say that they're afraid of us, us, who is us? Dark skinned men, men, dark skinned, melanated men, dark skin. The darker oh, okay. you are, the you're gonna be. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we all react to, the, to, to, to color. Yeah, so, I, you know, in my opinion, I'm, I mean, um, it's to keep us in line. It's to keep us where they want us. I mean, this whole election thing, you know, it has nothing to do with an election lie. The lie is to cover the fact that white supremacy is being challenged for the first time in the country's history. They predict a future that might not happen. They're concerned that all the bad things that they did to us, the term minority really is a bad word. They've been calling us that, treating us like shit and telling us that it, stop worrying about it, that that's not true. But with the hint, the, the slightest idea that they may be a minority, they're going crazy. And so they're setting themselves up to have minority rule all across the country. They're playing it smart. They're playing the system. For the first time, democracy is not going to work in their favor. So they're going to cheat. 
You know, I'm concerned about that. And the police represents the, the feelings of an, not everyone, not every last one of them, but they truly do represent the 71, 71 million people that voted for Trump. <laughs> I mean, I'm 71 million people were saying something to me loud and clear. They want their right. country back. And they're going to do whatever it takes to get their country back. Cheat. They, they got it. Ain't nobody, we ain't never had. <laughs> we right. had. Saying. They overdoing it. That's what <laughs> Uh, you know, as a black person, I don't know nothing about oppression. I really don't. I wasn't born at that time, but I feel my ancestors' pain. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. For, for in my opinion, a lot of Europeans don't understand that oppression, so they make light of what freedom really means by 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 equaling a mask. It has not freedom. You gotta be kidding me. There are people that uh, that are victims of genocide, historical genocide. That people they understand what that means. Uh, slavery. Uh, religious persecution, they understand what that means. If you're trying to equate wearing a mask to freedom, then you don't know what that means. And because of that, they're going to overreact to what's going to happen in about 2040, 2050 range. They're going to overreact. And the police represent that, going back to the cops. Their overreaction is just how a community feels about this. You said it, man. No, a couple things I got. I feel like I got to say, because... Uh... Please. As uh, someone who voted for Trump in 2016, and just saying that is something I don't want to even ever, I don't talk about with people because because of kind of what was just, I don't know, a little bit was just said is we live in a two-party system. And right. and I feel like, you know, kind of what was just, you know, said, if I don't vote for one party, I'm, I'm a racist in a way. And it's like we live in, it's, that's, it really bothers me because and I feel like we're seeing the results of, you know, what I would say is right now what we're seeing for, we should have voted for Trump again, because I feel like we're seeing the, we're seeing the results of that in, in this world right now with all the horrible things that have happened in the past eight months. And it's just, you said we should vote for Trump again? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, I didn't say that. I said, um. It's how we talk about people that voted for Trump. It's right. there was two. There's two parties in this. You know, if right. this was England or France, you know, when there's six or eight parties, it's like okay, I could see if you voted for this one specific party, then it's a thing. But in this country, there's really only two parties. Right. So how I always felt like if you're telling me I got to vote for one specific party, or otherwise I'm a racist or I'm, you know, whatever, it kind of really it, it gets to me like in in a bit because there's only two parties, you know. So that's what I would say first. Yeah, but but Dan, and, but Dan, it, it's not to paint you as a race. It's not. I, I didn't, if I've offended you in any way, try to paint you in a corner. I apologize. What I'm saying is the end result of what the current Republican Party wants is white supremacy. In the end, when you boil away all the other, that. but when they're trying to take away the votes in various states, they're trying to find ways to eliminate 7 million votes in the next voting election by, by, by casting all types of little obstacles. The whole by idea- How many people have an ID of all? No, it's more than that. It's more, it's way more than that. The idea has always been the contentious part, you know, but it still persists. And some people got the ideas from, what I'm saying is like, uh, uh, the mailbox, the drop-off box, the drive-throughs, the the souls to the polls, all these efforts to increase voting, you know, they're stymieing it. And I understand why they're doing it. And it, it, it's not, 
it, this is not the first time it's been done. This has been going on for the last 25 years since Clinton's administration. I'm a little older, so I've been watching how they've been playing with districts to remain in power when they don't have the numbers. But, but that's, a, that's a bipartisan issue, though. Both both parties redraw districts, and both parties are changing districts around to, to serve their needs whenever they're in power. That's not just a Republican right. thing. Well, and one is doing it really for a different reason. The Democrats do it out of response to what the Republicans are doing. Remember, one group feels as if though they've got something to lose. They say it all the time. When, when we as Black people watching the television, you got to understand our perspective, but I'm not speaking for all Black people. I'm just saying, when... I interpret it, and I think a lot of us are, we see something different. We see in the end, what they're really asking for is absolute control of the country. Now, I don't feel like these people have the intellectual capacity to run the country. All those idiots that are on the lawn, January 6th, they're a bunch of idiots. I do not want people like that running the country. I take my chances to people that are doing it because those people, they're not patriots because they're crying about something that they lost fair and square and they're willing to destroy the country they, in order to change our vote votes uh, hold on i'm getting this uh you got you got the same people in the office though the same I people are still in about, office we could talk about the influence of mark zuckerberg in the elections and how they they censor no, certain I, news and not other news i think you right. could talk about the arizona audits and if you've been paying attention to those those are kind of weird stuff going on and i think mail-in balloting was a total farce we all we're all for amazon employees we're all four of us are amazon employees but amazon itself when voting for a union did not want to have mail-in ballots and why did they not want to have it because it's there's a lot of chicanery and a lot of and a lot of weird stuff that can go on but okay but understand how we feel again that what you're saying those words have been uttered for the last 60 years when black people are involved in the election, any attempt to increase their votes, you're not saying anything new and this isn't something new that I've heard. The attempt to lessen the black vote has always been there. It's not new. You know, Trump didn't invent it. All he did was put gasoline on it, light it on fire, but it was always ready to burn. You know, we see it that way. We see it that way. And I can't, you can't change it because in the end, we're the ones that are going to lose. Can so I, you think the you so you think the, Demo, the Democratic Party is better? No, I'm not saying Democratic Party is is better. I'm saying that they're willing to sit down and listen to us at least. One group will sit down and listen. We make a better uh, a good enough argument where they're at least listening. And listening is not half a battle. Listening is getting their attention. I the other, would, I would, what makes you think they listen? Because they sit down and talk. I mean, yeah, that's somebody said I didn't talk to them and they listening to you. Well, we we represent the look of the country. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm saying the cabinets suggest that they're listening. You see all kinds of people on one side and on the other side, it's just one specific group of people, the people that believe that they're holding the line. I don't okay, know. What do line do you remember? Do you remember back in the 60s when mm -hmm. Kennedy was in office? Right. Yeah. And he put he pretended to be for a certain group of people. Right. You know, and these people, they plan to march down there and tear some stuff up. Right. And so what he did was infiltrated. They movement. That's 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 what they do. They just send people out to make you feel better for you can suffer peacefully. That's all they do. You know, this is it's not intended for e either side. Both of them 
is racist, if you ask me. Uh, yeah. This man is on camera, the one that's the president now. He's he's on camera back in the day when he was a little younger, saying some racist stuff that didn't go away. So right. he's he's no he's no better than Trump. Mm. Better than, than nobody else that been in there. He's no better than Trump. He's these people shake each other hands and right. they belong to the same secret societies. These people don't care about you at all. Right. These people want to vote and they're gonna play a monopoly with you. It's just like boxing. You got the blue corner and the red corner, even in boxing. These people sit up there, the people, the powers to be playing games with the American people. And none of them care about you. Not on either side. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I respectfully disagree. I, I agree that they're not fair. It's not like they're the polar opposite. They're not. I said this once to someone. I said, you know, the white liberals, in my opinion, uh, they seem to be in a very difficult place. Um, I think, like I said, for the last 300 years, we've made the better argument. You know what I'm saying? We are people. We're not three-fifths of a person. You know, we we, we, we feel the same way you do. We do the same I, thing. I know, I know that. You know right? that we're not three-fifths of a person. But that man still don't... That man, Look, they, they don't care what you... Who's that? We, th- these people, that's, these people that's sitting in these offices, man, they don't... They, these people got the same agenda. They're just playing with the people. They don't care about what you're talking about. Like, you know what I'm saying? When everything was everything, even like even Lincoln, when when he everybody keep praising Lincoln, talking about Lincoln, uh Civil War and all that type of stuff. This man had slaves too. They, people yeah. don't care about you. If you cared about oh. about black people, and, you would never have Lincoln, no slaves. I mean, we we want to Lincoln. Lincoln was on the record and he even wrote about it, how he wished he could send all the slaves back to Africa. Right. He he had right. written about that. That's no. You don't talk about that about Abraham Lincoln, but he even said, like, if I could send, if I could end the Civil War and send all the slaves back to Africa, like, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. He wasn't worth a damn. That's why they put him on the penny. He wasn't worth a damn. So, yeah. y'all, y'all say what y'all want about these people talking about thinking they love you. They don't love you. I'm just saying that, you know, it's a, it's a little more complex. Things aren't so easily black and white, you know, you, one or the other. I think what Lincoln's role in history and slavery was he got the ball rolling. That was the thing. Ultimately, maybe he had racist views, but he knew that there was a great evil. The evil was slavery. And when the opportunity came upon him, he took advantage of it and emancipation happened. You know, without certain players, we wouldn't be in a good position that we are in right now. I mean, things had to happen the way that they went. And, and, and it's not perfect. The struggle still ensues. I mean, we still struggling, man. I mean, despite everything, I, you know, people think Michael Jordan and Oprah Winfrey represents our success, you know, a fraction of a percent. You know, our people still struggle every day with certain things that we shouldn't be struggling in the richest country in the history of the world. It doesn't make sense. But yet we are. You know what I'm saying? So the work is ongoing. Maybe it's not for this generation. You know what I'm saying? But it'll happen. It's only, it's only one way you're going to get what you really need. For once and for all, you know, all this sit up there trusting your oppressor, you know, to to give you something. As long as you trust him to give you something, you ain't gonna never have nothing. Because let me tell you like this, we sit in this country, right? And and, in our neighborhoods, we we the only people that got a neighborhood where people come in and and I'm talking about the Chinese come in, the the Arab, the white man, they put their businesses in our stuff. If yeah. you go build you a business in their neighborhood, you know what they go, nigga, sit your ass down and get up out of here. 
They ain't gonna let you do that. When we had Black Wall Street and was trying to do something for ourselves, what they do? Burn that motherfucker down. Yeah. Not no petty, not no petty game bangers. Not not just the KKK. The government came in and told that motherfucker down. Now, if that don't show you that he hates you, then I don't know what what what, what else you got to see. He's not the, the, for you. Twelve examples of that. Um, uh, Wash the Black Wash was just a figure example. There's about twelve incidences like that. <laughs> but that, that's what I'm saying. Right. You can, you can't have nothing in this in this in this uh country. To, <laughs> to bring us back to uh, the National Guard and how you were yeah. saying, like uh, you believe that they could basically bring law and order into Chicago. How do you think that would go down? Like, do, I, do you think that they would uh, go to like these crowds of people and just tell them get inside the house? Like, it'd be that easy? Or? I think, I, I think it, I think, yeah, they might have to um, get a little rough for the, for these knuckleheads that's walking the street now, but it's going to be hard though. It'll never have a constitution. Yeah. We have a constitution that protects us, you know, so much freedom you know, separates us from being bullied into yeah. And, and another thing they could do is stop stop supplying them with the with the dope and the and the guns. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, don't be blaming the Indiana people. <laughs> they're giving what? them this stuff. I'm talking. I'm talking about the demand. The, the same devil that been giving it to them in the first place. Stop. He can stop supplying them with it. I agree. There's a formula how this happens. You know, people who don't have that much political power, don't have that much economic power, they sure do suffer the ills of the economics of guns and drugs in the community. That that we're just making a correlation and trying to understand why. You know, the guns and drugs showed up in our communities in strength as soon as the Black Panther Party was being dismantled. It showed up in strength. You know, right. you got where we're coming from then you know how we see things you know and it, and it hasn't left since it has not you know if anything it gets worse every year it, it, we don't own the shipping companies or or the boats to get it in here granted we don't have to take the stuff you know once they offer it to you don't have to take it but you know we, we don't all speak for all, all of our people you know people do what they do and, and it's just enough to keep our neighborhood they don't have nothing you give them, you, you you giving somebody something that they think is going to help them out when you haven't gave them anything they know what they're doing let me right. make your let me make let me put you in poverty and throw you some goddamn bread now what you yeah. what what happened with junkyard dogs you know what i'm saying they act different than the other dogs they always eat they might share their food with another dog but you get a bunch of dogs in there and you ain't trying to feed them and you put that one bowl in the middle of them he's gonna rip that other dog's throat out just to get that damn food and that's what we doing we crabs in a motherfucking bucket and if you don't live that type of lifestyle you would never understand you got to walk through that bullshit you know what i'm saying and so this this is this is the black man's life that's why a nigga like me talk crazy like I and I not really talk crazy, but say say what I feel. I'm I'm very militant, yes, you know, because I'm a I, I ain't trying to make white folks feel uncomfortable, but I'm gonna tell you the truth. You got to know the truth, because you're not the one sitting in the car getting pulled over, and 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 scared because some other police when he pull you over thinking you won't get your damn brains blown out that that night. And not only do I got to worry about the police blowing my damn brains out, but I got to worry about my own people blowing my brains out trying to rob me. Because they, they they broke and they they starving and they were trying to get a, a dollar because they got want to feed their kids or feed themselves. You know what I'm saying? We in hell, man. 
this is what this is for us. Right. I, I mean, Dan, you know, like I said, you know, it's just different perspectives. I, 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 and I don't want to speak for white males as if though I understand what they're going through. All I could do is infer from the conversations that I have with a few of them. And I'd have to say a lot of them don't understand our perspective. It, it seems as if, though, in my opinion, a lot of white males think that their ideas is the only idea. They're the ones that have the answer, you know, because historically they've always done things. And in, in this juncture, in this moment, at this crossroad that we're at, at as, as a country, once again, they're offering their version of a solution. You know what I'm saying? They don't want, they're not listening to us. They hear it, but they're not listening. And, and that's where we're at. I don't think it, it's to make white men feel guilty, but they hold a lot of power over a lot of people. And a lot of white males don't seem to understand that. You know, uh, going back to the police, Again, I, I respect the police. I, I I send money to the Fraternal Order of Police. I have for a while, you know. Uh, I, I I have family members of the cop, but there's just certain cops that are there not for just policing, but for reasons that seem that are you know built on representing a way of thinking. That's why they're Hold quick. To let me let me rewind one. What, just the taste, just the taste. You may tell me you get the police some money. I have. I, I, oh I hell no! I, I ain't giving the police a dollar. Uh, <laughs> they, they get enough money out of me. They get enough money from from taking it from my taxes. I ain't gonna volunteer them a dime. Fuck them. No, it's for those extra things that the that the budget doesn't give to them. You know, they they, try they don't to... need nothing extra. <laughs> we do have different perspectives, and there's no denying that that's right. And there's no denying that there has been stuff in the past and there's still currently stuff going on that is, you know, racist. There's no denying that. <sighs> but it's just... <laughs> Let it to out. Me, to me, per, how, 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 I don't want to say, I will say, black people that I've talked to, how they view the police, and I understand it on some level, but on, on a whole other level, I completely disagree and completely see it completely different is they are what separates us a they're what separates us from anarchy they're what separates this country from total anarchy and i would say for the second for the second thing i would say they see people getting they see the worst of society and they see people getting murdered every day can you imagine the ptsd that must be running through many of these cops bodies and brains can you imagine seeing someone being murdered in the worst possible way? Can you imagine seeing the worst people in society every single day of your life and wondering if I'm actually going to make it home alive? Right. You know, at the end of my shift, we go to Amazon. We don't have to worry about dying, you know, right. for the most part. Every, they, they might be pulling somebody over for a random stop sign. They don't know if that person's on their last strike. They don't know if that person's about to do 50 years in jail if they check their fucking license plate or some shit so i hear you i hear what you guys say and i totally agree and that's that stuff is wrong but i also see the other side where these people save us from anarchy literal yeah. anarchy and i feel like chicago is about to see that when they're about to lose half the police force to the vaccine mandate that people are going to see what it's like to really not have police. And I understand that there needs to be reform. I understand that there needs to be accountability. They, but the police helps you, Dan. The police ain't, the police don't care about me. If something happened to me, like the police... The police arrested me for, for some shit, too. Yeah, they might have arrested you, but 
They 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 don't seek to shoot your motherfucking brains out your head like me. Hey, come on, what's the number on that per year? What's the number on people per year? Come on, like you can say that, but it's not. It was fifty a year. Is look, that what it is? I, the only reason, look, you want to talk about numbers? I say the only reason why they haven't killed all of us black folks is the, the the God in heaven is is holding them back. Now he ain't gonna let you do too much. I understand why he said I don't agree with him, but I completely understand why he's saying I, absolutely. It's because the discussion that should have happened between the two groups simply just never happened. And then we let all these ideas fester in our heads. We see it one way when we don't see an improvement. And you guys say that there are improvements when we don't see it. We're like going completely on opposite ends of the pool and swear that we're learning how to swim. We're on opposite sides of the pool. Don't know how we're swimming. I haven't seen you swim. We're just further apart. But I understand why he's saying it. I don't agree completely, but I completely understand why he's saying it. You know, because perception. Remember, Dan, everything is perception. I, I think if white males want to improve the, the 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 country, I mean, I think it just really takes changing perspectives, understanding someone else's plight, a little more empathy. If you want to improve is, the country, get your ass out the White House. Leave it up to me. That's my point, though, is everybody wants to blame Trump for Chicago's problems, but Chicago's no. problems... No, I ain't talking about the president. Trump. I'm talking about and you're all talking of about them. Let him talk. And you talk, about, uh, you talk about a state that has had Democratic governors for most of its, for most of its uh, century, Democratic mayors, you know, Democratic chief of police, Democratic aldermen. You're talking about Democrats that have ruled this city for the better part of the last 50 years and you're like sitting here trying to play Republicans for it. And it's just like, what are you, and to me, it's like, what are you talking about? There's no Republicans in Chicago. They tried to blame Jesse Smollett for some racist mag attack and he got laughed out of the building because no, everybody knows there'd be no goddamn people wearing MAGA hats in downtown Chicago because you'd get your ass kicked. Right, right. You talk I mean, about we talk about stuff. What happens if I would wear a MAGA hat in the South Side of Chicago? How long would I last before I get my ass beat up? <laughs> Seriously, and we we want to talk about all this stuff, but like, how long would I last in downtown Chicago if I wore a MAGA hat? For, for representing one or two major political parties in this country, I would get mocked, ridiculed, and probably beat up, maybe murdered for that. Dan, and Dan. You know, do, do you, you own, do you own one? Yeah. <laughs> do no, you have I one? I don't. No, I don't. I know. I don't support any politician is that worthy of my a my money and support and b me to buy anything from them. That's Look, all all of the shit is all of this. I don't know why people keep trying to separate the parties. The parties is together behind your back. They are. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like if everyone's talking about Republicans, 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 I'm talking about Democrats are the same as Republicans, really. They just put a nice little veneer on it, and you know, people put them. They like, got the same Chicago. agenda, one world government. That's that's they. Well, I know if you thing. vote if you vote Republican, them fucking gas prices come down. <laughs> I swear to God. Well, that's just common sense. Uh, it'd be cheaper to get our oil from our own country than importing it on a boat through the Strait of Hormuz from Saudi Arabia. They got to do certain stuff to make you feel good, man. Hmm. Talking about gas. They do certain stuff to make you feel good. Oh, just like, it really I've doesn't matter. Because it's just, you know, I just, you know, I got to feel like I got to represent the other side of this a little bit here. 
Yeah, but Ain't it really no, doesn't matter. I'll keep talking about a side. Look, it really doesn't matter who wins because you always have the electrical college and whoever the fuck they say, they get in. Hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, when people say shenanigans because it's greater minority participation, I don't think that minorities have to cheat. I really don't think black votes, black and brown votes would have it's to allowing, cheat for any reason. It's allowing illegal immigrants to vote in California. But that's not true, though. I mean, you, I, I mean, mean it's true. I've been hearing that since Clinton's years. I heard that when Clinton was in office. We're talking about 94. You know, I heard that. And no one's provided any evidence of anyone. You know, in, in 200 years of, of voting, there's only been 57, 57 actual cases of voter fraud. It does on a national level. It doesn't happen like that. I, people say that, but there's no evidence for it. There is no article in a newspaper going back to 1799 to suggest that, you know, that some group is stealing the election. It just never happened. Because most believe, of the time, yeah. Trivia question. Do you believe that legal immigrants in California are allowed to get a driver's license? Legal? Illegal. Illegal? I mean, I understand the reason why they did it because there's so many of them out there having the illegal driver license, it's just flooding the prisons and the court system with a whole lot of litigation that's just going to stymie the things that are more important. So they gave them the, the option of having legal driving privileges, but I, I don't see it as like, like a horrible thing. It, it, for insurance reason and, and things like that, you had all these people driving illegally, getting an accident, and then everyone's fucked. I At bring least, it up because... What do you yeah. need to be able to vote in the state of California? You need a driver's yeah. license. Yeah, but you, but you have to have a, a registered, uh, they have to have sent you a registration. I'm sure their driver's license look different. It's only a permit to drive, not to any of the friend benefits that come with it. Identification to drive. I mean, you, 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 they have to send your registration. You fill it out. And then they compare it against the other information that's available. And for them, they'll say that you can't vote. And that's it. I mean, there's no illegal aliens voting. I've never heard of such a thing. It's just one individual. I don't know. I've never heard of such a thing. I've been hearing that since the 90s. And I have yet to see a case being brought to the United States government about illegal voting. Haven't seen it. But well, yeah, John. I've like, well, seen it out in California. Hmm. Well, John, yeah, uh, how do you feel about the, the Haitians at the border, and then uh, them getting chased around by on horseback, you know, with whips and stuff? And yeah, that didn't bother me too much, man. Those guys—that was the only tools that, that was available to them. I can understand in the heat of the moment, there's a lot of people pouring into the country. They had to do something, and the horse was probably at that moment, the only thing they could do, you know, yeah, just round them up, you know, just do that thing. The optics now look bad, but they had to do something. It, it didn't bother me because it didn't work. <laughs> it, it didn't work anyway. It was an attempt to do something. People still walked around them, you know, I'm crossing over into the United States that, you know, there were 30, there's been 30,000 people attempting to come into the United States illegally. They, they've been in South America for some years and they've been migrating across South South Latin America made their way to Mexico and crossed into the Rio Grande border uh, uh, border to come into the United States. So, okay, you know, so I, what's the problem? 
what, what, like, what is the issue with that? Well, I mean, you know, uh, white American, the brown country. Oh, you said they, they won't let them in. They won't let them in. Right, right. It's the browning of the country that you know they had enough. The Afghans. Again, I don't want to say too much because if I say, you know, something, I may offend uh, right. our white friends. You know what I'm saying? Because this whole thing with people having to have a green card to come here and all this type of stuff, you know, nobody is from here. You know right. what I'm saying? People came over here and forced themselves over here. So I just feel that all this shit is some bullshit. You know what I mean? It's I just agree. bullshit. You got all these rules yeah. and all this dumb shit going on. Like, this is dumb. You know, so you don't believe in, like, countries having borders and having sovereignty over their land and whatnot? Um, if people was coming over here to, to hurt you, but if people coming over here to you telling everybody it's the land of the free American dream, everybody wants to make a dream. You. Huh? But people, people, I mean, illegal immigrants hurt the people of this country in many ways. How? Wages. Mm. You see what you see what uh, the Domino CEO said. That they're gonna have to because because of all these uh, job shortages, they're gonna have to import more people. They just want people to take over. But yeah, how but, some, but how can the, the people that 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 stole this land in the first place feel like you know feel that way? All land is stolen. What land isn't stolen? I'm just saying, people. Are, <laughs> what land people hasn't are, been conquered by somebody at some point? And I mean, I, I, yeah, you said somebody. Uh, most of all the lands I know is colonized by the same folks or taken by the same folks. Right. I mean, that white yeah. man everywhere. That white man got his hand on everything. He 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 like uh these other people that just want every they want the world. You know, Genghis Khan conquered the entire world. He wasn't a white guy. Yeah. Hey, I don't know Genghis Khan. I I, I wasn't around when Genghis Khan was doing his thing. I, I know. I know. World. I mean, I, I heard. I mean, I'm just saying. I I haven't really read up, so I ain't gonna. I can't speak of nothing I don't know about. But I know about this. I know about this. What's going on right now? Anybody? I mean, it don't matter if you black, white. Any any anybody that's trying to take something from somebody. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you should just be able to go take something from somebody. Right. That's all I'm saying. But I'm saying that's all human history. That's, you know, people want to hate on white, you know, America specifically for that, but that's literally been 10,000 years of history. Nobody said nothing about just white America. But I mean, the history, but those people are gone and dead. These people exist today and and to act as if though they don't matter. I think that's what people are talking about. If if they completely wiped them out, well, then it would be a. But they're walking around and we're walking on their bones. We we name our cities and our institutions and our weapons after them as if though they're gone. They're right here. That, that's what he's saying. They haven't gone any. America, being an American is not an ethnic group. It's a, it's a membership. It's a citizenship. It's not an ethnic group. It, it, it's a people that belong, that are here. Not an ethnic right. group. Polish American background. And if you study World War II history, no one got, besides the Jewish people, no one got it worse than the people of Poland. And if you, just in that, they got attacked by both communism and fascism, and then fascism took over the whole country and wiped everybody who was like communism out. And then communism came back over and wiped all the people that like fascism out. 
is so like I hit, but so do I get to do I get to like for all of eternity get mad at Russia and Germany for no, what but, happened? But but you have but you have ethnic integrity, you have country integrity. You in some ways Poland has been made whole. Some other groups have not been made whole. That 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 there's a difference. Restitution, reimbursement, whatever they call it. Um, you know. There, there's some effort to make things right because at one time Poland wasn't on the map, you know, between right. the West French Russia. Revolution. Right. So so they got theirs back. But the people that have been shitted on the most, they've gotten nothing back except grief. You know, shut up, I don't want to hear it. Shut up, I don't want to hear it. Man, that's all they're getting. It's look, that's what I want to know. I want to know why is they colonizing all of Africa except for um what is it called the ethiopia ethiopia everywhere else is is colonized you know what i mean like that's crazy to me like what do you mean africa colonizing what they own like like um okay so my wife nigerian right okay and and so i asked her i'm like why is it like y'all because they speak english over there and stuff like that and I say, so what does that, what that got to do with that? And she say, and I say, and then I, cause I saw their judges. Like when you go to their court system, they got the, like George Washington wigs on and robes right. and stuff. And I'm, and I'm like, why? She was like, because we colonized by the British. And I was like, oh. And then she was like, and, I, and then I found out that all of Africa is colonized by some part, some white man somewhere, the French or whatever, Germans or whatever. You know, so I, all these white people, all these white nations then got, amongst each other and had them a round table and said we're gonna divvy this shit up you know what right. i'm saying when we take these peoples and so that's that's what's been going on so that's what i'm saying why they feel like they need to control other peoples like this you know let's let, let them people take care of their own that's africa let africa fend for themselves then you want to tell somebody go back to africa and if i go back to africa i still gotta deal with you right because you in africa too right well, I, I mean, you know, if you don't mind me, uh, I hope I'm not too long-winded on this one. I mean, that's the history, man. That's imperialism. You know, that's what well, I'm saying. There, there was a time when Africa was strong. It could have resisted imperialism. But after a while, it just simply couldn't. It didn't keep up. It just didn't keep up with the times. I mean, it's an unfortunate thing, um, in my opinion, reading history books. You know, conquering people was a noble deed. When they conquered each other, conquering us just made sense. You know, centuries later, we realize that behavior has a greater a negative effect than it does having your name being called a great or the terrible, or, you know, getting a title. There are people that 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 paid a price for you to get that title. You know, uh, do they do it to this day? Not the same way, but, you know, people do what they do. You know, so it, it's through imperialism that the habit developed. Now, the reason why they're in Africa is well, Africa has a lot of mineral resources. Africa is one of the richest continent, probably the richest continent in the world. It's more accessible than Asia. Even though Asia is 30% larger, Africa is much more accessible. Asia has a lot of mountainous areas, hard areas to get to, but I'm sure they're mineral rich too. But Africa is right there. Everything is relatively flat and Africans have a lot of it. So I know that Europe is dependent. And, 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 and they're not benefiting the people not benefiting over that. I got, you know what I'm saying? I watch stuff all the time and I'm like, so all this stuff coming from Africa, but right. the Africans is not, you know what I'm saying, benefiting from that at all. It's it's the right. other people. There's Only a, a, 
there's a movement to change. They're trying. They're trying. We, we, we're trying. No, I know they. I know they fighting over there and stuff like that. But you know, like when I get information from the people over here, you know, what I'm saying they'll tell me anything. They'll tell me, oh, they fighting each other. They'll outline each other, and I'm like, like man, you know what they doing over there. Yeah. You know what's going on over there. I, I had to look up on it myself and find out what's going on around the world and stuff. You know, and it's and it's just crazy. I'm like, this stuff crazy. Then you even got in Israel. The, the, uh, the Jews out there, they attacking these other people and stuff like that. And people asking, the people now went around with a microphone, at who, who wrong and who right? You know, and I'm like, this stuff crazy, man. Mm. And these people, as as every on every continent, doing this to people, you know what I'm saying? It's not saying oh the white man, this is white man, that you know what I'm saying? It's like the 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 the, the, the important portion of these of these of, of those people, of white of the white man, is doing. Europe, this. Europe's been conquering shit from the beginning, though. That's what they've been doing. That's what they no, do. That's what, no, that's what <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. You know, you got, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's conquering shit from the beginning. Well, Europe. No, I mean, but they did it different. I mean, everyone can Yeah, of course. I mean, at, at some point, you can kind of say every major ethnic group had their day in the sun. You know, um, African African history will one day be revealed to the world a little with with more information. But at some point, they were running the show. You know, Middle Eastern people running the show. People of Southeast Asia were running the show. People of Europe are the ones currently running the show, and they have been for about five hundred years. They made was some people, was people running the show or was people just great where they was at? <laughs> you know, you know, technology convergence. It was the gun, <laughs> right, Dan? I mean, you can't talk about history without mentioning the gun. They had the gun, and that was it. If if Africans had the gun, I can't say we wouldn't do it any different. It's whoever came with it first. You know, the gun. I mean, we're not gonna make nothing up now. I think it would have been a little different now. Um, I mean, I, I mean, if you feel that you're 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 trying to protect something that you're gaining, you're gonna do whatever it takes, especially when you can easily dehumanize your enemy. And I'm and I don't mean that just you know Europeans thinking. I mean that anyone in that position of power. The first thing you got to do is dehumanize the people that you're gonna subjugate. You know, you got to believe somehow they're lesser and they don't deserve what you're getting. I, I can't imagine us being any different. I mean, because we did it to each other in Africa. You know, Africans looked at each other, didn't see brown skin and, and woolly hair being a, a connection. They could look at each other and tell the difference that we were different. And they fought for the same things, power. Yeah, the Native Americans, if they would have had uh, assault rifles or some shit rifles, you know, fully fully automatic weapons or something, it would have been a different history. Geronimo had a Yes. <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> is people if you don't defend what you have somebody will come and take it and it doesn't matter the race religion creed it can be any one of the three it could be all three but right. if you can't defend what you have if america suddenly disarmed all its nukes and took away its military some will become trying to come trying to conquer america it's you if you don't defend and Maybe the maybe the, maybe the moral of the story is the Indians should have slaughtered us at Pilgrim Rock. Then they might still have their country, or maybe the America, or maybe they should have slaughtered Christopher Columbus when he, you know, landed in the Caribbean. Yeah, so, all of them, everybody, <laughs> yeah, just new but, people kill them. <laughs> that's that's history, though. That's history. But when history. Christopher Columbus came over, well, he, he came with a smile. Yeah. 
Yeah. He, he came with a smile on his face. He tricked those people. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he I did. Mean, honest, he, uh, what killed? What killed mostly was the was the flu. Was the was disease? Was the, was the biggest killer of the Native American population, and that was it wasn't a known thing really. And that's you know we talk about Haitian Revolution history. That's what kept Haiti independent from all the invading armies. Was there? They wasn't sick till them people came over here though. They was <laughs> fine. They was fine until they showed up. Yeah, and they wouldn't have showed up. They wouldn't have caught no disease. They should have killed them. Yeah, it was the animals too. You know, they've been around animals, nigga. No, not the animals from the Europeans. Oh, you know, sheep's and everything and shit. That shit carries diseases. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's what gets me because you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be here sitting defending Christopher Columbus all day for all of his works and all of his deeds and whatnot. But what he did was was pretty was pretty courageous. He, you know, in retrospect. Mm-hmm. And coming over here and doing something that no one thought was possible and whatnot. And but remember, I, never came I, I wouldn't say courageous <laughs> at all. <laughs> you don't think it was courageous? Hell no. I think it was a bold and, uh, and, and some and nervy. That's what I thought it was. The sail no across doubt. the opposite side of the world to try to find a brand new sea route, route to China? Right. Right. Well, did he do that? He came over here and stole. What he was trying to do and killed. He he came he came and did what he wanted to do. He may have told them, "I'm trying to go find a new new land," but in the back of his mind, he was, "I'm gonna go over here and fuck whoever over there up." And I guess what I'm trying to say is, yeah, that's yeah, that's true of him, but that's also true of every person of every race of every creed. Of no, every we ain't gonna do that. Country in history. Because you can walk down, you can go to 63rd right now. Ain't nobody gonna do nothing to you. Huh? (laughs) I said, you can go to 63rd right now and they they ain't gonna kill you. They'll kill each other. They ain't gonna touch you. Yeah. What would happen to me if I put a MAGA hat and went to That's why everybody got their stores and that shit. Well, that's (laughs) different. You call, you call them up, you shaking your ass to them then. That's different. Oh, I'm representing one of two major political parties in this country. You telling them, you telling them, you know what that had mean to them. That had mean racist to them. So, but if I wore t- a Barack Obama hope and change shirt, I'd be fine though. Yeah, you'd be good. They won't. They won't even see you. Exactly. That's hmm. that's a problem. That's how is that a problem? You, they, Republicans are your enemy. Cause that's a different. Cause the white white people made it that way, and How'd it might not try? be. It might is, not be you personally, shit. But that's, we're, we're, that's a way to divide people. That way. Democrats made it that way. Democrats got you. No, Trump people made it that way. Nah. Listen, soon as they won, I, I look, and before Trump even went to, to be the president, black folks loved him before then, when he was just Donald Trump. You know what I'm Donald saying? They Trump loved him. The most talked about rapper in a lot in so many raps. That's songs. what that's what I'm saying. They loved him. The day that yeah, he won. The media said he was racist and everybody believed him. No, when he got to doing shit. Look, I feel that it's very disingenuous. Yeah. Not, not to call Trump out for what he is. Uh, you know, he has a body of work to suggest otherwise. He is, he has racist views. Is he a card-carrying member of the Ku Klux Klan or some type of group? No, he's not. He's an opportunist. He sees that the country is upset about the makeup of the country. So it's very easy to rally a group of people to a cause. 
like I said, man, I hear it. I hear it loud and clear. It's a language that's been used for the last 60, 70 years. This is not new. It might be new to, to this current group of people who think it's something the liberals are making up or it's the media putting words in the mouths of black people. No, these words have been going on for the last 300 years. And black people have argued the very same thing. It's just finally the media is repeating what we're saying. But Donald Trump, make no mistakes. We're no fool. We know who he is. You know, um, honky, you've heard that word before, right? Yeah. Dan, okay, you know, you know what honky is? <laughs> did, did we well, I got from Indiana. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know honky. All right. No, well, no, you're not a honky, okay? A honky, I used to think that uh, that was a derogatory term for white people, but that's not what that means. You know, honky means there was a time when black guys were looking for work and, uh, you know, work for the day and a guy drove up in a car, picked up a bunch of men standing on the corner. And he would blow his horn a certain way to let them know, jump in a truck, I got work for you for the day. So they called him honking a car, a honky. Got it, honks his car, but it wasn't a derogatory word. Same thing with cracker. You know, cracker is, I, I used to think it was a derogatory term for white people, it's not. It, it, it refers to the white guy, the overseer, the guy who ran the slaves. Uh, he cracked his whip more often than others. And when they had one, they called him a cracker you know, because he's going to whip you, you know, there are no derogatory terms that we've come up to describe white people other than, you know, you know, fucked up white boy or something like that. But there's no specific. I would, I would, I would say uh, calling them a cracker or a hunky would be derogatory. Because <laughs> I would say that for the, because who wants to, like, if he's, if he's not a racist, then why would he want to be called cracker? Like he cracking a whip. If he, if he, if he likes you to call him that, then you know it's derogatory towards me now. Let's right. call him a cracker, and he liked it. Shit. Right. <laughs> Biden one time they showed him say, now him and Hillary said this that they they call black people super predators, predators. I remember. I remember. So he's he's racist too. That's why I'm telling you, uh, it doesn't matter, man. You can vote for whoever you want. I told my nephew they go because he asked me, "Are you voting?" I said, "For what? <laughs> for fucking what? What I'm voting for?" Yeah, exactly. I ain't I ain't even vote for Obama because it didn't matter. Because if they letting him sit up there, then shit, he done already behind closed doors agreed to fuck us over. Right. Ain't voting for nobody. Anybody they put in that seat gonna be hot. All right. So what until you realize, until you realize that shit, you ain't gonna shit. You you, you gonna always be fucked up. Down shit. Now, if you want to do this shit for real, then we put this shit together how we supposed to put this shit together. And you know what we need to do. We need to do some Michael Max type of shit. You know? And start that goddamn revolution. You feel me? Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, there was an attempted revolution January 6th. I, I, the way it oh, looked. That wasn't no, that wasn't no revolution. Like, the, was, the real revolution. Mm, real revolution real. wouldn't good. You know, wouldn't do the country any good, man. We would never see fruits of our labor if there's any fruits to bear. It would be destruction. We live and die through that cycle not knowing if we did the right thing. I wouldn't say revolution is the right thing. There's examples of, of good of good revolution that you know successful revolutions I should say. Because they know ain't no ain't gonna be no nice revolution. you know right. like you can't it's gonna be bloodshed now. 
But oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to tell you. You got to, you got to, you got to hit them where it hurts now. Because that, 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 let me tell you something. That that racist person, he don't care about your about you sitting up here. You've been talking for a long time, and you need to stop talking and start swinging it. Because that's what's wrong with you now. You want to sweet talk the, the you know, the the, the racist man. You, you you can't sweet talk him. You don't want to hear that. You got you got to let him realize what he really been doing, and let him know that he that he need to fix his motherfucking house and get it together, or we gonna burn that motherfucker down. That's mm. as simple as that. Mm. And then until 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 we get together and start thinking that that way, and that's what you need to do. Because I'm telling you like this: if you're black, you need to start thinking black. And then mm. Mm. that's just what it is. Mm. You got to take you got to take this shit. I mean, look at the shit. Don't you see the, 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 the LGBT community? What they doing? They they cutting the head off the motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> they, they, they started their own revolution in a way. They just doing it in, 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 in the way they can do it. But you know what we need to do? Because let me tell you something. No, the only thing that racist man understand is violence. Because he he whooped your ass, bust you upside your head, hang you from a tree. You know, it made you, do, it made you get in line doing that to you. So you make his ass get in line by putting his ass on that damn tree. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's the anger talking. You know, I understand where that's coming from. But, I mean, if we're going to be practical, I mean, obviously, bloodshed. Right. That's practical. But, I mean, here's the thing. I argue this. In this modern country, everything that we've built up, there's a lot more to lose than 1860. You know, there wasn't really anything built up quite the same way. A building coming down in 1865 really isn't a whole lot, but coming down in in in, in modern America, that can set back one building can set back the entire economy. So I don't we ain't I, got I, nothing. We don't got nothing. We don't own nothing. Only only person gonna lose is the mother people that got some money. And soon as you talk about, you know, striking back, now you the violent and you the you the racist because you want to fight back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Haven't didn't your mama ever tell you you go outside that kid hit you hit back? Did that make you violent? No, you hit back when you get hit because that white man he gonna fight you back, so you better fight his ass back. Hmm. And they sit the dogs on you. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what what Kennedy did. JFK, he didn't send the nobody down there when they when they burnt up that that church in Birmingham and killed them little girls and shit. That was that church. Now, peaceful church folks. They ain't doing nothing to nobody. He didn't send nobody to help them. But as soon as people got together and got mad and, and, and was ready to fight the police, you know what I'm saying? Then he sent fucking squat team down there and shit. The fucking army and shit. That's when, that's when they want to help when you get to fucking them up. You know what I'm saying? When motherfuckers rioting and shit about the shit. That's when that's when the motherfucker wanna send somebody in to break them up. To break the black people up from getting mad. But as but as long as long as they getting lynched and hung from trees, it's okay. Now, if you don't see nothing wrong with that, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? All this soft ass shit people trying to do now, coming at them soft. You done you done kiss their ass so motherfucking much and beg them, please be nice to us. Please let us give us something. They, they ain't gave you shit. They give you this false shit that ain't gonna never help you out. They give you a little bit of something like welfare. Welfare ain't fed no motherfucker. People still hungry on welfare. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they done gave you a building, a fucking project. You see what happened to that? It wasn't that black folks came in there and tore that motherfucker up. It's because it was bullshit from the beginning. Now, the only thing you need to do is put a swift kick in their ass and they'll give you something. 
so uh the robert taylor projects when they uh designed that building and let people live in there one of the parts of the government was uh they didn't want the fathers there you know if yeah. the, if you were married then uh you couldn't live there or they were breaking up collect, breaking they up families they, yeah they wouldn't collect uh food stamps or anything like that shit so it'd be harder for you to survive and so it became uh more prosperous for uh the father not to be there so that's what happened with like that the generation of that is like there was no father so people became violent you know yeah daddy would have been whooping the kids ass sit your ass down get in the house you know and everybody that got a dad every every family that got that mom and daddy will sit their ass down you know what i'm saying so when white folks when they say oh they wild people look you got a mom and you got a daddy at the house (laughs) for the most part even if he ain't even if he ain't living in the house, he he showed making his presence be felt. You know what I'm saying? They they made this man leave, and then and by them doing that, that made the black woman not respect the black man because hell, you he don't got nothing. Dan, you have any suggestions <laughs> on what we can do to make the uh make shit better? Uh, what do you mean? In what sense? With the violence that's in the streets on both ends, you know, police or amongst the blacks, that's, you know, black on black crime. What can we do to stop that? For me, I don't see that there is a there is a immediate hope. There is no hope to me for Chicago in the immediate future with how it's going. You, I see the rising crime already. I see the vaccine mandate going to take out a good chunk of the police force. And I see... Um, Police don't want to engage in community relations with the uh, the people anymore. So they're going to pull back and they're going to allow the crime to happen so that they don't get personally in trouble. That's kind of what I see was probably going to happen. And they're going to try to blame things on guns. You know, I get it. Yeah, the guns might be a problem, but, you know, guns aren't a problem in Indiana. Everyone's talking about, oh, all these Indiana guns going to Chicago. All these guns are in Indiana. It's not, it's not a problem in Indiana. But... So I, I don't see any hope. I would say if you're in Chicago, I would get out in the next three years. You don't got no solutions for the to help them peoples. I don't no got solutions. any. I don't got any realistic solutions that I think Chicago's going to do. No. What would because be Chicago like not realistic? Is, Let's hear your not realistic scenario. How could they fix it? They need to bring uh, real community investment. They need to bring stronger policing and, you know, better trained police in addition to stronger police, but they, they need real community investment. And even then it's going to be a rough patch for a long while because you can't just turn these problems around overnight. You can't change people overnight. And, you know. What you just said made, made a lot of sense though. Better yeah, but- the, the the better training, and, and 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 give people better options and stuff like that. You know, yeah. you see the mind of the people got messed up some way down the line by not having uh, resources and uh, or feeling like somebody cared. So when I think that when we start to do that, like if you got a bad student in school, he's always messing up and stuff like that. No teacher paid no attention they, they just get them in trouble but for the one who who sat them down and, and, and tried to talk to them and get through to them I think that if we had that you know what I'm saying 
then we can fix, we can turn some of these game bangers around. Because some people is just lost and they traumatized with, with, with life yeah. and they and they and they need uh people to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? If we take if we take these drugs away, if you can't self-medicate yourself with these drugs, popping all these pills and you know, all this other stuff, then then we can start to heal these people. You know what I mean? And actually, and then when we get this this uh the police, like you said, get them together. And then they can help. They, they can care more and get out here. And when they lock these people up, we can have different programs within the jails and really try to change the person. Because what's going on in jail ain't, is making you animals, making you an animal. Yes. And so that we need to really rehabilitate somebody instead of just setting them there so they can come back. You can fix people. You just got to learn what you need to do. You know, let's put some, let's start putting, we should have a stronger um, what you call it, counseling system in jail. You know what I mean? People Get these people some help. You know what I'm saying? Get I would like people. our prison systems to be more rehabilitary. And That's what I'm saying. To be able to give them job training and job skills and a second chance. Because um, my dad worked, uh, when he retired, he went into prison ministry at uh, Danville Correctional. And he told me that a big problem was even when you get released from prison, you're in a, you're in a cycle where you can't really get back on your feet. It's almost impossible um, unless you got a lot of help and a lot of uh, a lot of connections that you're just going to cycle back into back back in the prison. Break so up some of that politics that's in jail too. That's a big part about it because that that can hinder you from getting help in there. Because the way yeah. you know how to, the way they run the the, the prisoners running theyself in there, you gotta break that up. Don't let don't let nothing be no secret. You know, you in jail, you don't belong. No privacy on none of that type of only privacy on the shitter. You know, and and you know, I won't defend Republicans. Here's one thing I'm totally against is when you serve your time, I feel like you should be able to give in your right to vote, and you should be able to you know when you've done your time in jail, if you have, you should be given you know, the ability to vote again and whatnot. I 100% support that. But we we got to stop treating people like the dregs of society if they go to prison. We got to, you know, whether it be mental That's health. What I'm saying. I think a lot of it could be mental health. A lot of it could be job training in jail. And I feel like a lot of it could be uh, just counseling. Do you think uh, the National Guard would be able to fix the situation in Inglewood? How long yeah. would they have to? How long would they have to be there? As long as it take. Like I don't think it would take too much, too much of you know work. I, I just think that a person presence is there, and 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 let people feel like you're not finna just get away with it. You're not finna just do what you want to do and get away with it. You know, the thing is, people been people been not not being held accountable for their actions, and that's that's and and that that can create a, a chaotic environment. Y'all said it earlier when y'all said, if you take the police, it's going to be anarchy. So, you know, the police haven't been doing their job as, as it is. That's why it's like that. So you got to put them things, put the put things back in, in place. You know what I mean? They can do it. At one point, you didn't have people, you know what I'm saying, enslaved. So you, you mean to tell me you can't make somebody sit down? I think you got the ability to do that if you wanted to do that. 
You know, you can be you you can you can break it up if you want to break break anything up. I mean, this this is a great nation, right? You know, it's America. It is. America. So, so come on, great people. Let's 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 make America great again for real. You know, put that for real at the end of it. You know what I mean? Let's John? make it. Let's let's make it great. John. 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 Go John. <laughs> John, you done fell asleep. <laughs> John heard my Republican rant. It was like, oh boy. No, it's, it's no. past John bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I wish I was a little more optimistic. I, I, I think uh, what's going on right now is going to go on for a while. I, I think the hate, the misunderstanding, the lies, uh, I, I think it's going to go on for a while. There's no lesson that's ever truly been learned, in my opinion. You know, every little victory was a small, puny victory. No real victory, just something small. You know, um, the biggest problem of all is the obvious one. You know, we need to live in a world, in a country where we try to take care of each other. There are too many people trying to find ways not to care for one another. You know, we don't care enough for each other. That, that, that's that's what I think. You know, people trying to make sure you don't get health care. So they call it socialism. Uh, they call it communism. They demonize the whole concept of better health care so there are more healthy people in this country and people don't die, you know, uh, unnecessarily, you know, but that's not good enough. I mean, if we can't even care enough about each other to get better medical care, I'm not as optimistic. We've been getting a lot of listeners in Germany, you know. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Germany. I know Germany ain't like me too well. <laughs> we'll they we'll like see. the Polish people. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what do you guys know about Germany? All Great. I know about Ger Germany is, uh, you know what I know about Germany. My favorite German memory was uh, they whooped up on Brazil in a, in a World Cup game. And it was like 7-1 or something at halftime. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Germany's, you know, they, they got their engineering down pat. We'll yeah. give them that. Only yeah. thing I know about Germany is uh, what I see on the movies, old movies, is you know the war against them and uh, America and uh, and them with the Holocaust. That's the only thing I know about Germany. Sorry, Germany. Yeah, you know how like uh, that's that's kind of like a joke, you know, like an American joke. How you like it's like uh, Germans are here, like you know, because the Holocaust and shit. But yeah. do do you think that they see us as like hypocrites or like? Yeah, motherfucker, like, we know what you guys came from. In a perspective, yeah, I, I think they can see it because, you know, they, they've, they've gone through something and at least a good portion of their population understands it. And, and they have a, a an interesting perspective, I would imagine. You know, it's mandated in their education, you know, to talk about these things. In America, we just don't talk about it. You know, we just uh, kind of let it up to the neighborhood bar drunk to kind of settle the problems that we've been fighting about and it's nothing done in an official way and when we attempt to do it in an official way i don't want to hear it you know like race theory uh, con what is it con constructive race theory it it's an attempt uh, you know someone's got to think of something whether you agree with it or not then sit down with me and come up with something better but to completely deny my argument it's ridiculous we'll never get anywhere that's what i mean 
If you don't like the, the idea, then sit down with someone and see if we can, we can come up with something together that works. These people don't want to. You're talking about something to eliminate the, um, the race so, issue? Right, to, to at least talk about it. I don't think we'll ever eliminate it because the, the blaring you know, thing is obviously we do look different. You know, when people say we're colorblind, no one's colorblind. And we obviously see the differences. It's just that I don't think that we should be alarmed by those differences. We should celebrate those differences. We all have uh, environmental adaptations that make us unique from the environment that we come in. And we should be celebrating that. The diversity of the human species can do anything. And that's what we should be doing, but we don't. And that comes down to education. That's why when yeah. you talk about Germany, I think the Germans feel differently about about racism and will give you a much more deeper perspective on it than I think the average American would, white or black. You know, yeah. I think. I mean, look, we all do the same shit. We all shit and we all take yep. baths. We all brush our teeth. We all put our clothes on the same. I mean, we the same yeah. people. I mean, so what? Some some people look a little different than the other one. You know, you know, and I think that uh, any, anybody who who hate another person. But what race they are, and you know, if, if it is just about the physical appearance, I, I think that they are just idiots and stupid people. Because you got to be like kind of retarded, you know. I think it's, I think that's an unnatural thing, you know. That's some more unnatural stuff that a lot of people do. Well, well, Dan, Dan, Daniel, yeah, but how come Germany didn't like Poland? Well, um, Germany Germany wanted to move west into uh, they called it Lebensraum. I think they called it was they wanted more land for um, the German people and it was mostly to be referred to as as for Russian people and they viewed Slavic people as you know and Russian people as lesser than than people um, but, so that's but, kind of what more but more than the but more than the Jew right? I don't. I mean, you know, more than no, probably not. I don't know. I mean, Jewish is probably number one, but you know, and, and Polish wasn't number two. You know, there was the disabled, you know, mentally handicapped. There were, you know, there was lots of people that were murdered in that war, and it wasn't a, you know, when they fought Russia, it wasn't a, a good guy versus good guy kind of a war. It was a kind of a bad guy versus bad guy sort of a thing. But I mean, yeah, it's. Everyone's got, you know, everyone's had their stuff. Right. Did they win or lose against Germany, Poland? Oh, they lost we could say they ultimately won in the end, but, I mean, they weren't, even after World War II, they were a communist country, I believe, for a long while. And then I don't, you know, I don't know all of Polish history, but. They're listening to this shit like, fuck you, we won. <laughs> we won this and to me it was like we, we all I guess like pulling it back is, is what I try to remember you know and it's easy for a, a cis white male to say this you, you know and I understand but everyone in this country all four of us live in the top 1% and that's yeah. what I try you know whenever something shitty or something that I don't agree with tries to happen that's what I try to tell myself in the end is that Everyone here is in the top one percent, and you know, in terms of the world. But then again, it should be better. You know, it could be worse, and I don't think we should settle for half-ass. You know, I yeah. think also the battle has always been the, the battle of the classes, and and somehow the argument is switched over to you know, the people that have very little, 
uh, are fighting over whatever's left. You know, I, I think ultimately it's a class argument. You know, those with money watch. Uh, when you guys seen Tropical Thunder, did that offend you when you guys seen the one character doing blackface? Not at all. That shit was funny as hell. <laughs> that was funny. What about you, Mario? Um, I don't like. I don't. I don't entertain any racism towards black people. I'm the dude playing the dude. Disguised as another dude. Right. Right. I, it probably. It probably would have. You know, some stuff used to make me laugh as a kid, but you know, now that I'm, I understand more. Did you see what, the movie? I think I did see that movie. Is the movie White Chicks okay with you then, though? When two black guys dressed up as white women? White facing. White facing. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't really think about that one, though. Uh, I don't <laughs> think any of them. I thought both of them were funny. I, 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 didn't, I didn't see it as a racial slur. I mean, uh, I think you can imitate someone of another race as long as it's not a stereotype, stereotypical offensive offensive thing. I mean, what's wrong with um, if you admire someone of another race and you have not play them and the only way to play them is maybe they're going to colorize you. I don't think it's the worst thing. I wouldn't be mad at a, at a movie where a person that's that's white uh, put makeup on and portrayed a black person it, if they put it on correct. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you're going to put on this real jet, you know, blacker than black face, you know, tar ass face, and then put some red lips on it. Now you're making fun of me because you're making me look like a damn clown. Right. And, right. And, and, and as you know what that represents. So that's, right. the, 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 yeah, that's not funny to me. But the white chicks movie, they was actually trying to look, you know, I don't think nobody was offended by that movie because they was like, oh, they, they, they look like the white people. You know what I'm saying? But, but if they would have made it look stupid, you know what I'm saying, like, like a clown. Then yeah, I'd have been like they racist as hell, you know, because they dress up like the, you know it was an undercover thing. But if they would have put it on, you could tell if somebody's trying to make fun of you. Like it's common sense, you know what right. I'm saying. So if they if they would have did it to make fun of the white people, then it would have been like, oh man, look at what you're doing. Right, like, they're, they're imitating the girls. They weren't imitating white chicks per se. They were imitating those two sisters. That's how they acted, you know. That's how I saw it. Perfect. Yeah, that's that's probably how, that's probably how it was. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, you can tell if somebody's trying to like be, you know, racist when they do something or not. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just how the, it's just how stuff goes, man. Right. Well, let me let me say. Well, I'm glad to meet a, a Trump supporter that I can say. It's not a white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> I only voted for him. I didn't even support him in the general, to be honest. I uh, it was all I only supported him over Hillary Clinton, and I feel like I can be justified in that. I actually was for John Kasich or Marco Rubio, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But I did support so, him over Hillary Clinton. So, what would we sum up this podcast as? What do we do here? No hole in bars. No uh, <laughs> yeah, I think hot topics, you know, they're 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 the constant conversations that go on all over. I mean, everyone at some point talks about them. Yeah. Yes, hopefully if we've uh you know talked about some ideas and some different topics that 
maybe people will, maybe in Germany especially, will have some conversations about. And anyone that's listening, you can um, hit my cash app up. Um, I, I will be receiving, you know, I'm selling t-shirts too, okay? <laughs> and you can go to uh, www.realred.com and get uh, some items from there, okay? Thank you. All right, my cash, my cash app will be listed in the uh, description below. Yes, thank you. You guys have a 